Greetings, everyone. I'm excited to have Yang Yu, founder of HPC AI Technology, on the show today. Yang, welcome to the show. Okay, okay. Uh, thanks for the invitation. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you having you here. So let's start out a little bit and tell us about your SaaS background. Okay, no problem. So uh, let me uh, briefly introduce myself. Uh, so uh, actually, I got my PhD from UC Berkeley in 2020. Uh, after I got my PhD, I uh, went to Singapore and joined the National University of Singapore as a professor. Uh, also, I uh, I worked in Google, Microsoft, NVIDIA, IBM, Intel as interns or part-time researchers before. Um, so my specialty and uh, research interest or technical interest are making AI and machine learning algorithms run faster. So previously, uh, I propose many different algorithms like Lars and LAM. So for example, my Lars algorithm uh, helped uh, many tech giants like uh, uh, Google, Sony, Tencent uh, to reduce the image data training time by 10 times. Mm -hmm. And also my LAM algorithm helped Google to reduce burn training time from three days to 76 minutes. So these algorithms now are uh, in MLPerf and become an industry standard. So they are being used in many SaaS platforms for AI. So my my background is SaaS, SaaS for AI. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. Yes, SaaS for AI. So right now you're both a founder and you're also a professor at a university. So doing both, does that keep you pretty busy? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. That's That's great. So tell us then a little bit about your company. What does HPC AI technology do? Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, let me explain. So HPC means high-performance computing mm -hmm. and AI means artificial intelligence. So we want to build the next generation AI infrastructure. Um, so why? why? Why do we need that? Uh, uh, let me explain. So in the last five years, so the number of parameters uh, in the state-of-art AI models increased uh, roughly 35 times for every 18 months, according to OpenAI. So in, in, in 2016, so one of the best AI models like uh, ResNet only has 25 million parameters. Uh, however, in 2020, the model like GPT-3 has 175 billion parameters. And now uh, the model like Google's Three Transformer has 1.6 trillion parameters. Uh, that means uh, just uh, uh, just five or six years, the, the model size increased roughly 10,000 10, times. And that's very crazy. So training these AI models are very expensive and uh, extremely slow. So uh, uh, for example, it, it, it took three million US dollars to finish the training of GPT-3 on public cloud. So we want to build the next, next generation AI infrastructure to make uh, the training process of AI models uh, faster, cheaper, and uh, more efficient. Uh, that's what we are doing. Yeah, yeah that's that's really interesting. And for those people in the audience like me who are not technical, when you say parameters and we talk about AI modeling, is just are these all basically the data inputs that you're collecting and then just putting into this AI model. So when you say like Google has a product with 1 trillion parameters, it's using all these, I guess, you know, in a basically like all these data inputs to create this AI model. Uh, uh, 
it's it's a little different. So yeah. so 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 the parameters is uh, something like the neurons number n number of neurons in our brain. So so data is the book. So we we for human being we learn from the book, right? So mm -hmm. so the book is the data, and and uh, so for here for AI, the, the, their brain is the parameters, but for human being our our brains are neurons, right? Okay. So so you're saying right. AI is advancing so fast and there's so many parameters and then your product helps it become faster and more efficient with all this processing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. That's pretty, that's really, really interesting. And then when, when was your company founded? Uh, August of 2021, actually last year. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then so founded August of 2021, and yes. where where are you guys located then? Uh, yeah, we, we have entities in US and Singapore. <laughs> okay, so US and Singapore yes, operations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um and what kind of team size do you have right now and where are they yeah. located? Yeah, so now we already have uh, roughly 30 people, uh 20 full time. <laughs> okay, so about 30 staff, 20 full time. Yeah, and yeah. are they Mix between the U.S. and Singapore, then, and yes, maybe yes. remote. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. And do you have any other co-founders? Are you the the sole founder of the company? Uh, yeah. So so uh, officially, I'm the founder of uh, this company. Uh, but but my my PhD advisor, Professor Jim Demo, uh, is another major major person for our startup. Uh, okay. Yeah. He, yeah. He. <laughs> He's he's a very good good man. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. So team size about thirty staff, twenty full time between U.S. and yeah. Singapore. Founded in August of twenty twenty one. And then what are you revenue generating right now? Do you want to share anything around you know ARR sizes, revenue right now? Yeah. yeah. So so because we are in early stage and we started running our company from last September. So this year is our first year. Uh, so. Uh, uh, but 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 we already have some revenues. Our revenue for the first year is roughly one million U.S. dollars. <laughs> okay, well that's great. All right, so founded last year, starting to monetize this year, generate some revenue about million USD. So that's fantastic. And so it looks like you just raised some capital. I think what was it, six million dollars? Yeah. yeah. In yeah. in I guess seed funding. Um, so is that have you raised six million in total now? Uh, yeah, so so in total it's seven million US dollars. Seven seven million mm -hmm. USD, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. six million with this last round. And yeah, so, yeah. really interesting, you know, you're starting to generate revenue this year. And what did you see? How did you know that you were ready to raise six million dollars? You know, what what were those triggers, milestones that you saw that said, yeah, we can raise this money now, and we can actually put it to good use? Uh, yeah. Uh, I I think for us because we are in early stage, uh, it's you know it's our seed round. So, mm -hmm. um, I I think that so 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 the so the first thing is we we build a very strong team with talents from Berkeley, Stanford, IBM, Google, and also we design and implemented a, a very popular open source product by the name of Colossal AI. Uh, in the first year, so the Colossal AI uh, GitHub community uh, growth rate is even higher than other uh, successful projects like uh, Spark and uh, MongoDB. I mean, I mean mm -hmm. for the first ten months. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so today, uh, like Spark, uh, 
the parent company Databricks, uh, it valued at uh, 40 billion US dollars. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the first 10 months, they, they also uh, started from open source project. So now uh, for our class of AI, the growth rate is even higher than the GitHub growth rate is higher than Spark. So it's, it's a very, a very promising for us. Yeah. Okay, so you saw you created this open source product and you saw, say, strong community, strong adoption downloads <laughs> that showed that you had some uh, traction in the market with your product. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. And so 7 million raised to date, $6 million seed round. And any any lessons or, or tips or fundraising lessons for the SaaS founders in the audience, you know, because I've had some open source founders on in the past, you know, and sometimes, you know, just different things show traction for your product. So any, any lessons that you'd like to pass on to the audience around fundraising? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we, uh, we got uh, some feedback from the VCs. I, I think they are very, very valuable to us. So I also want to share with mm -hmm. other folks here. Yeah. Uh, firstly, I, I, I think uh, revenue is actually very important. So uh, for us, in the first three months of our startup, we, we thought that we are using the open source community as a go-to-market strategy. So revenue probably doesn't matter. Uh, however, that's not true. Uh, I think the revenue or the potential of getting revenue is actually very important. Uh, even, even we use open source strategy, uh, especially for now when the global economy or the VC market is cold. Uh, mm -hmm. VCs are very cautious in making investment, so they often they they they, they need to to look at the revenue number. Uh, uh, so be careful <laughs> about revenue. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's for first point. So the second mm -hmm. point. So uh, so the open source software should finish the uh, PMF or product marketer feed mm -hmm. as soon as possible. Uh, because we, we, we need to understand the users and the customers. So uh, no matter we offer uh, SaaS by public cloud or private cloud later, so the founders should uh, talk to the customer together with the sales team. Uh, as, as, I think that's, that's very important. Mm. Okay, so on that second point, I want to just yeah. make sure I understand. So you're saying like that open source software, that yeah. help you better define product market fit with your user base? Uh, I, I mean, I mean, so, uh, uh, I mean, so for the open source software, we should finish the PMF as soon as possible. Yeah, um, because eventually we need to get revenue, right? <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so get, yeah. you know, the product market fit right away with the open source, so then you can start yeah, yeah, monetizing yeah. your, your yes, open source yeah, code. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, okay. Yeah, you know, really interesting. Yeah, all these go-to-market's different and product market fit different. Uh, so interesting. So yep, feedback valuable from the VCs. Revenue is important or the potential to get revenue. Get that product market fit with your open source code and then monetize. Uh, so great, great tips there. So what is next uh, for HPC? What's exciting? What's next uh, coming up on the horizon for your company? Yeah, uh, for, 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 the, for, the, uh, for next year, we want to get more enterprise users for firstly for our open source product, Class of AI. And we want to make uh, Class of AI become an industry standard for training large AI models. Uh, that's the first one. So the second one is we want to get, uh, hopefully get roughly 3 million US dollar revenue as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, 
so uh, I think these paying customers can also give us very valuable feedback and make our product even better and more scalable. Uh, yeah, that's the second point. So, 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 uh, so the last point is we want to release the beta version of our uh, public cloud service uh, next year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mm -hmm. release beta version of public cloud service. Yeah. And yeah, that's great. So get more enterprise users, uh, go from 1 million to 3 million in revenue, which would be great growth and release your public cloud version. So that's, that's great to hear. So Yang, really appreciate uh, you sharing your background, your story, uh, a little bit about uh, AI software. I think we all learned a little bit something today. Uh, so Yang, really appreciate your time today. And if, if the audience wants to learn more about your company, where should we point them to? Uh, yeah, so uh, actually, just uh, Google HPCI Tech or Google uh, Colossal AI. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, sounds good. Well, again, Yang, really appreciate you sharing your story and best of luck for uh, hitting those 2023 goals. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye -bye. All right. Thanks, Yang.